Welcome to Nach Daily, covering the entire Tanakh, one parak at a time. I'm Rabbi Shaya Sussman, and today we'll be discussing Tehillim Perik Yud, Sukkim Aleph through Yud Aleph. Then we'll finish the parak in tomorrow's year. David said this parak as a tefillah for anyone who feels like they're suffering from their enemies. There can be two types of enemies. Firstly, outer enemies. For example, people you feel you have a difficult relationship with, co-workers, people in your neighborhood, and even family members. Secondly, inner enemies. You can be struggling internally with your own thoughts and feelings, struggling with your so-called demons. You can feel so down and broken, worn out from life, shattered like a broken vessel. In this Tehillim, we see David struggling with his relationship with Hashem and wanting to feel Hashem's presence in his life. We all know deep down, if we felt the light of God radiating through our souls, our suffering would end. And with this, David opens. Why, O God, do you stand at a distance, turn a blind eye in times of trouble? Parenthetically, the Mephorshim explained, this Tehillim is a really continuation of the previous capital, and therefore doesn't open with its usual accolade and just starts with the word Lama. David calls out, God, why are you so far? Don't leave me here to suffer when I'm in trouble. The Radak relates, the calling out itself is what brings Hashem closer and brings a tikkun to the situation. The wicked in his arrogance persecutes the poor. They are caught in the very schemes they plan. For the wicked man glories in his passion. The thieves praises himself as he reviles God. The Alchech HaKadosh explains, This Tehillim is referring to Am Yisrael in Gullus. The Rishayim here in this Tehillim is a metaphor for the nations of the world. The Ani, poor person, is a metaphor for the Jewish people. So in other words, the very fact that the Gentile nations persecute the Jews is their very downfall. By denying Am Yisrael, they're denying the divinity and moral consciousness of the world. Russia, Kigova, Apo, Bal Yidrosh, Ein Elohim, Kol Mizumosov. The wicked man in his arrogance does not seek out God. All his thought, evil thoughts are, there is no God. Notice over here, the Pasuk points out that the Rishayim's thoughts are, there is no God. That's because whatever you think you feel, thoughts create feelings. In other words, thoughts and feelings are one and the same. And obviously, if you're feeling a certain way, you're going to act that way. Because your behavior follows your feeling state. That's why David specifically talks about the Rishayim's evil thoughts. There's no mention of their feelings. The fact that we're always living in the feeling of our thinking was obvious to David. Back to the Alchik's explanation of this Tehillim, that it's referring to Yisrael in exile. While this, understand, while this understanding, with this understanding, the next bunch of Sukkim become clear. Because they're referring to how the nations of the world that deny God are self-serving and are really denying a higher purpose to reality and existence. His ways prosper at all times. Your judgments are far beyond him. 
He snorts at all his foes. He thinks I shall not be shaken through all times, never, all time, never to be in trouble. This is referring to the nations of the world that deny divine intelligence, thinking they withstand the challenges of their lives without a muna in God. His mouth is full of oaths, deceit, and fraud. Mischief and evil are under his tongue. He lurks in outlying places from a covert. He slays the innocent. His eyes spy out the hapless. Going with the Alchech, this Pasuk is referring to how certain nations of the world are just waiting to destroy Am Yisrael. Rav Harlap, in his Svarim called Meimarom, goes into lengthy and deep explanations about how Am Yisrael is the pipeline that Hashem uses to bring down all divine blessing in the world. Therefore, the impeding negative forces will do anything in their power to stop Am Yisrael from attaining Kedusha and in specific obtaining Eretz Yisrael. He waits in a covert like a lion in his lair, waits to seize the lowly. He seizes lowly as he pulls his net shut. He stoops, he crouches, and the hapless fall prey to his might. He thinks God is not mindful. He hides his face. He never looks. Again, we see how the nations of the world are waiting to pounce on Yisrael like a tiger on his prey. We're going to end here for today in Pasuk Yid Aleph. The next year we'll start with Pasuk Yid Beis and finish off the Parak. May Hashem continue to give us strength to march forward with our heads held high in our everyday lives as proud members of Hashem's army and not bow our heads in the face of intimidation. Have a good one.